0: to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book universe, now in podcast form. I'm Devin, without Luke, because that rad bastard decided to betray me. But here, this week, we have a special guest, Lorenzo DeMancas.
1: Hi, I'm Lorenzo DeMancas, and I share Devin's opinion about Luke. In fact, if I saw him on the side of the road having car trouble, I would not assist him.
0: Excellent. Well, this week we are going to be covering my personal favorite, Spider-Man. And continuing our introduction of all the different Spider-People, as Luke and I make our way towards the big Spider-Verse event, we are going to be covering the amazing Spider-Man and Silk in the Spider-Fly Effect. This was written um, this past year by Robbie Thompson, with pencils and inks by Todd Nauk, colors by Veronica Gandini, and the cover by Ryan Stegman. Now... For those of you who don't know Silk, she is another character who was bitten by the same radioactive spider who bit Spider-Man.
1: And she lived in a bunker forever.
0: Yeah, for about ten years she lived in a little bunker because some evil vampire was trying to essentially kill all the spider people. She's the Spider-Man version of Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, yeah, basically. But um, ever since she got out of the bunker during the whole Spider-Verse event, she has now tried to become her own superhero and trying to readjust to the world that she has no idea about, which is often the butt of many jokes. Now, for the amazing Spider-Man Silk, this starts off in the most recent event of Silk, which is she is working undercover for the Black Cat, and it starts with her trying to gain a cool rep of being a bad guy by fighting Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Now, when they're fighting, they end up seeing this weird flash... And they go to investigate, and what do they find? Why, some sort of dinosaur called Chronosaurus Rex.
1: I think it's probably from the 90s.
0: Probably. Well, they kind of get in a little tussle with it, and what should happen? Whoopsie daisies. Time travel. They're back in the past.
1: Oh no, they're going to have to go back to the future. Ho ho!
0: Yes, well, as they're also going back to trying to get back to the future... They end up tussling with Chronosaurus Rex. And in the middle of their battle, who should appear but those men from Hydra. Oh, so scary. Okay, well, Hydra's all bad and all that, so they get in a huge tussle. But what should happen midway through their fight? Oh, well, they lose all their spider powers. Now, that's a big deal because... Have you ever had that dream where you wake up in your underwear at school... Well, that's what happened to Silk because all of her clothing is made out of spider webs because that's what she's into. You know,
1: you notice on that scene on the panel, mm-hmm. um, her hand looks like really weird and distorted. Yeah,
0: a little bit. <laughs> My favorite though was was like, well, I like how like Spider-Man's clothes like all stayed the same, like his costume was still there.
1: Well, his costume wasn't made of web.
0: I get that, but like, why would
1: he have it if he never became Spider-Man? <laughs> maybe in this alternate reality, Peter Parker got a spider fetish.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that.
1: Well, I mean, Kid doesn't have many friends, from, like, what I can tell in this true. version. Very true. And
0: do you think Uncle Ben is still dead in that
1: universe? I mean, maybe this is what happens when Peter Parker has a father, father figure. <laughs> like, he just, he doesn't step up. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, anyway, so what happens next after that is they get a huge tussle with Hydra, and right are about to get their asses handed to him. who should appear but the long shovel of the law, being wielded by Uncle Benjamin Parker. And Peter basically craps his pants at seeing the return of his father figure, Benjamin Parker. Well, then he kind of starts to like freak out, and he keeps saying Ben Parker's name over and over again, which makes Ben Parker very concerned and a little scared.
1: I'd feel pretty uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, as you see, is a bunch of weirdos standing in his backyard, dressed up in spider outfits. One's naked. Yeah, one's half naked. our correction, right, she now she's stolen a. Um, oh yeah, she coat stole from a garbage can. Oh, oh dumpster chic. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so he's now seeing Hydra agents everywhere. Not good. Well, this is also when we start to learn that Uncle Ben apparently had a bunch of military service, which I kind of forgot about.
1: I didn't even know.
0: Yeah, so he starts torturing one of the Hydra agents for answers by, like, grabbing and, like, twisting his arm, like, super hard. And he totally spills the beans that apparently Hydra is, like, creating some magical time-traveling device.
1: Would this be pre- or post-Patriot Act?
0: Um, based off this timeline, it would be post-Patriot Act, I would say. Oh,
1: so Uncle Ben could do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, according to 30 Rock, the Patriot, <laughs> Patriot Act says that as any white male can arrest any other person.
0: <laughs> that was true, that was a, I do remember that episode. Yeah, so we start to learn that Hydra had some magical device where they attempt to, like, travel back in time. But they keep getting pissed because it's not going to work for ten years, a.k.a., how long it's been since they've traveled back in time, which is why I think it was 2005 is when Uncle Ben's supposed to still be alive. Thank you. Time sliding scale. Well, they end up going to the person whose house they're in and it turns out to be a, um, J- um a Hydra agent named James. And at the same time, all of is also now trying to get them because they think himself from the future has come back to steal the time traveling device. Is
1: James the, uh, The first incident of a named Hydra grunt?
0: No, there's Hydra Bob, who is the best friend of Deadpool. (laughs) Who Deadpool does not respect.
1: Wait, why doesn't Deadpool respect him?
0: I don't because he's Hydra Bob. (laughs) And then there's also um, Hank Johnson, who was in one of the Secret Wars tie-ins. So no, actually, no, there's been a few named Hydra agents like that. Well, when they get there, they, uh, Uncle Ben is getting super irritated with all the teens, a.k.a. Peter and Cindy. The youths. The youths. He tells them to put some clothes on, and then starts to shame Cindy because she starts to wear leggings as pants, and Uncle Ben is not into that.
1: It's, I mean, it's 2005. It's too early. It's true, yeah. It's like that, that trend had that not that, caught on um, yet. No, she's just a weirdo wearing underwear as outerwear. Yep. And Uncle
0: Ben gets super irritated with them because they don't they want to do some like magical high-seeking adventure like plans and he's like, yo, there's a note that just says they went to Martha's.
1: All I'm hearing is Spider-Man's trying to have an adventure, Uncle Ben trying to do an episode of Law and Order. <laughs>
0: And then Peter Parker's like, oh man, we gotta drive around Uncle Ben's old car. Look at me having the time of my life. Oh man, Nostalgia City. And then Cindy happens to look out the window and sees, oh hey, there's me. I should tell her not to go into that bunker because, damn, that's gonna suck. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they end up getting to Martha's house. And they find James's wife, Maria, who is pregnant with his baby. And she says, I'm leaving you because I don't want to be married to an evil Hydra man because that's scary.
1: I think that's, you know, I think that's fair, you know? like Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. Because like, we see yeah. some flashbacks of him, like, smashing pictures and going on an angry tirade. It's true. I don't need that around a baby. Well, as Uncle Ben, head of the neighborhood, watches, like, okay, man, if we see your husband, we'll keep an eye out for you.
1: Uncle Ben would be the guy head of the neighborhood. Oh, he block.
0: totally would be, especially with this crazy military training too.
1: Yeah. Well, and then, like he's retired, nothing to do, right? Gonna be a busybody. Oh, your grass, your grass. <laughs> I'm also part of HOA. Your grass is a little too long, Nancy. Gonna cut it. Put a lien on your house. Don't make me do that. <laughs> I like how much you know about this. <laughs> I do. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) I think I read about it once.
0: Well, then, they're trying to figure out what to do, so a newspaper ends up hitting Peter in the face, and they discover that the science fair that gave them their radioactive powers is there. So they're like, oh, cool, we can totally rejuvenate our powers. This is going to be great. And so ends the second issue. Now on to issue number three. Well, here we get to see crazy New York driver Uncle Ben, who totally cuts off an oncoming taxi, which happens to have the scientist who's going to give the presentation that creates the spider, that'll give Spider-Man his powers.
1: I mean, to be fair, Uncle Ben had the right of way. Oh, he did. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. No No question because, there. Because, like,
1: there's Uncle Ben, nice homeowner, and then there's the taxi driver.
0: <laughs> yeah, New York taxi drivers, man. Those people are crazy.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: anyway, so what happens next is, because of this, there's not going to be a radioactive spider because there's no one to do the demonstration. And Cindy happens to see that her younger self is about to leave with her boyfriend because... Trying to play hooky. Yeah. He said play hockey. And Cindy, like, throws the scarf she's now wearing across her face and being like,
1: oh, look at me, I'm Jessica Drew. It's like I'm from an anime because my (laughs) scarf is covering my face (laughs) and flowing. Right?
0: (laughs) Oh, which, yeah, because a lot of these comics are being read on the Infinite Comic series, which sometimes the way that they just cut to, like, each other's faces is all I could ever think of was, like, the anime, especially, like, the Speed Racer cartoons. Oh, yeah. Of, like, their little thought process. Oh, I
1: need to do this. Oh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need a charge. I need the powers of all the children of the world. Spirit bomb!
0: <laughs> well, anyway, so Peter ends up stepping up to do the science demonstration... It goes off without a hitch. It creates a spider, all ready to beat, uh, bite the nice Peter Parker. And what should happen? Well, Uncle Ben just casually strolls in sees a spider about to bite his nephew. Squash. The spider's dead.
1: I mean, you know, like any good uncle would.
0: It's true. At the same time, I know they're trying to not mess up the, the past at all, but at the same time, you probably should, like, say, like, yo, please don't touch, like, the stuff. You're going to screw everything up. Maybe let him into the plan a little bit more than you're doing. It's true. Well, then they try using actually young Peter Parker, who's able to discover where the different time travel portals are actually appearing, and so they're able to find the device for Chronosaurus Rex, but back in the past.
1: Oh, I'm young Peter Parker. I know how to use this fancy machine that I've seen for the first time today. Which
0: I also love because old Peter Parker was not able to use this, which is like, okay.
1: I mean, you know, he probably- Why is your younger self better than you, Peter? Old Peter Parker took a few too many hits to the head during his crime fighting. That is fair. He's probably lost a few IQ points. Oh,
0: probably, almost definitely.
1: Like, that's why. That's why. That's why he heads a company now. You know, he's, he's not smart enough to do the research anymore, but he's still smart enough to head the company. Well,
0: he's not even the. He wasn't even the one who created the company because Doctor Octopus is the one who did it. He just kind of inherited, being like, "Yeah, I know what's going on." <laughs> Well, they're starting to stake out this place, and who should appear but Chronosaurus Rex, who's like, yo, I'm going to reveal myself, pops open, it is actually James Harper's daughter.
1: Oh, big reveal! Innis
0: who is trying to go back in time to make her dad less of a shitty person.
1: Oh, man.
0: But because Peter and Silk interfered, she didn't go back far enough in time, which caused everything not to happen the way it should have. Then we get some cute little flashbacks where we see how much of a terrible life she's had because her dad's being an evil Hydra agent, and she talks about how great she is at hacking.
1: I mean, like... You're 10, what? Well, also, like, you know, I, I, I mean, being a Hydra agent, that's, like, not... So, like, the reason James is a Hydra agent is to provide for his family. Yeah. And I'm like, what makes you think that will give you, like, a stable income? To Like, does <laughs> this, this Hydra, like, fill out... Like, does Hydra do W-2s? I I don't know. Is there a healthcare coverage for her? Dental? (laughs) Like, what? I just
0: feel like the answer's no. Yeah, I was like, James, I feel like you weren't thinking this one through.
1: Or maybe, maybe we haven't seen behind the scenes. Maybe Hydra has, like, a really kick-ass benefits package. I
0: would hope so. (laughs) Especially, too, for how many, like, hits to the jaw those people take, the amount of dental work that they, that alone, would take. It's true. would be inconsiderable. Well,
1: the thing is, like, would would any insurance companies even work with Hydra? I, I don't know. To, like, give their employees coverage? Maybe. I don't know. Delta kind of covers everyone, so... It's it's true. Everyone has Delta.
0: <laughs> like, we only just learned last week that there's another company besides Delta that provides dental insurance coverage. Yep. Delta Insurance. Sponsoring this episode. Multiversal Q. Give us free stuff. Right? Well, Uncle Ben is trying to tell this little child that, actually, you're not a terrible person. Look at you trying to be good and trying to fix your family. If I could go back in time, I would stop Richard Parker and Mary Parker from dying. I secretly took that as a, man, I wish that Peter kid didn't live with me. (laughs) God. (laughs) Wish his parents were alive to take this burden off my chest.
1: I mean, like, first of all, him and Aunt May, they're they're living on pensions. Oh, yeah. They're living on pensions and, uh, you know... Social Security. Now they're on a fixed income. Like Super they were fixed. not. Ex- they were not expecting to have this like child who's suddenly going to be eating all their food. All those wheat cakes. Oh so my many wheat cakes. Is that what Peter Parker likes to eat? Well, that's what Aunt May always
0: makes. In the originals, that's like oh, always a big thing. Oh, wheat. oh, who wants some wheat cakes, Peter? What are wheat
1: cakes? I don't know. Is
0: it like a pancake? Yeah, I think so, but it's, like, made of weed. I don't know. It, it looks really crummy. So it, it's like a sad pancake. It's, it's a sad pancake. It's exactly what it is. Maybe that's why Peter is the way he is today. Oh, probably. Well, for the longest time, Luke and I have had a discussion many times about how old Aunt May, and Uncle Ben look. It's like, you don't look like your aunt and uncle age. You're like grandma and grandpa
1: age. Well, they could be great aunt, great uncle. But they're not. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They're... Just because
0: Richard and Mary Parker are both... I, clearly established as... Richard Parker clearly established as Ben's brother.
1: Well, so based on their ages, like, it's... I mean, it's in not the, uncommon for there to be... like There might be, like, a 10-15 year age gap. I mean, there could be.
0: Because in the original comics, they, they looked like they were in their late 70s.
1: So, like, actually, today, the Aunt May that was in Civil War... That's is the like, thing. Like, everyone's that's saying, that's oh, she's, she's
0: too young. It's just like, well, she is 50, and honestly, that's about the age she should be. Yeah, she, she's much younger looking than most people who are 50, but...
1: But she that, is 50. That is an
0: accurate age. Yeah. Well, Uncle Ben's just like, oh, we're going to go bust in there and try to kick Hyder's ass because we need the old Chronosaurus Rex to go back to the future. And Uncle Ben's like, yo, I totally got some weapons in my truck.
1: I'm <laughs> Uncle Ben.
0: I keep <laughs> weapons in my trunk. No big deal or anything.
1: Well, no, they're not all, so it's a hockey stick. Which is great for Cindy because she used to play hockey. I did not know that. Yep. Oh, like, it's it's like, so it's things that could be used as weapons, but if he gets pulled over, the <laughs> officer would be like, hey, what's all this in your trunk? He'd like, oh, it's for sports and stuff. That's why, you, like, that's, have you heard of, like, you, that's why if you ever have, like, a baseball bat in your trunk, you always want to make sure that you keep a glove and a ball in there. Because a baseball bat alone could be a weapon. But with a glove and a ball? Like, clearly, hey, I'm about to go play some baseball. (laughs) Sir, where are you going (laughs) at 1 a.m.? I'm going to play some baseball down to the park. Oh, I see you have a glove and a ball in your trunk. Okay, you're free to go. Yep.
0: Yep, Peter gets the baseball bat. Then Uncle Ben, I couldn't tell for the longest time what he had, because it looked like he had a holster. It was like, does Uncle Ben have a gun? (laughs) Uncle got a little word there for a second. <laughs> Uncle Ben has concealed carry. <laughs> no, the way it's out, it's totally open carry. <laughs> Uncle Ben has an open carry license. <laughs> and they also have—I like how they have like these like crazy like clothes now. Because like Peter's like wearing like the vest and like hoodie combo.
1: Yeah.
0: Silk's got like the sweater skirt going for Un- now.
1: Uncle Ben's all like tactical, <laughs> like about he's like about <laughs> to shoot up an office building. Like, Uncle Ben, you're like a loose cannon cop. He looks
0: like, what's it called now, um... Michael Caine in that movie, like, Harry Brown. That's now what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> the dude who got revenge on those kids who were being too mean to him one day. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, James Harper's now being tortured by Hydra, and he's like, why is this happening to me? Oh, because you're going to dick us over sometime in the future. But I wouldn't. Yeah, that's what they all say. We're going to hurt you real good now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why people
1: dig Hydra over in
0: the future. Because <laughs> <Right? laughs> you decide to put the herd on them in the present. Well, then, boom, in comes Chronosaurus Rex, trying to, so hard not to spill the beans that that's her father. Uncle Ben starts pressing that R1 for that renegade option like mad and just starts decking all the Hydra officers. Uncle Ben, loose cannon cop. <laughs> right? He's not going for those Paragon options. Nope. But then what should happen? Why the head of the Hydra base, who is the one who will create... Chronosaurus Rex shoots in his uh, Harper and down goes the futuristic Chronosaurus Rex. And so ends issue three. Going into our final issue.
1: Oh man, look at that M&M advertisement.
0: Yep, so good. C- celebrating the 75th anniversary of Captain America with that thing. Look at that nice little M&M shield.
1: M&M's also sponsoring Multiversal Cube. Right? Give us free stuff.
0: Give us all the free stuff. And then wham! We gotta get to Rex fast. They're trying to get her out. Oh, Hydra's like, what's this little weird girl doing in here? Also, why is it called Chronosaurus Rex? I thought Timosaurus was a good
1: name. Oh my god, Hydra. You deserve every loss. Right? (laughs) Like all of them. Chronosaurus is clearly the better name. I
0: would definitely agree with that. Also, I just love, too, how the Hydra boss is like, yo, that's totally your daughter in ten years. I'm like, how do you know that? Also, I love how she already had a name because her father's addressing her as such. It's just like, but your wife's only just pregnant. Do you know the gender
1: of the child yet? Well, they maybe they picked, like, you know, one of those baby books. Inez, if it's a girl, and, like, you know, Tyrone, if it's a that's boy. That's fair.
0: But how does he know that that's what they're going to call her in the future? Maybe they change their mind at the last second. Well, he's just going... He's on. awfully presumptuous. That's true.
1: What if... I mean, they were presuming her gender.
0: That's true. I've heard, yeah, recently about how a lot of the things are actually wrong. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, luckily, Ennis is able to get her father out from being tied up, and he's like, look at those explosives over there. We're going to totally bust out. I'm going to be a good guy now and no longer an evil bad HYDRA agent. They start throwing a whole bunch of hand grenades at all of the HYDRA officials.
1: That's what a good guy would do, kids. Right.
0: And they end up defeating Hydra, the bad, super bad Hydra agent who creates Chronosaurus Rex, manages to escape. And then Ennis is like, Dad, I tried going back in time because you're a terrible father. (laughs) 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 And I wanted you to be a good dad instead of just the crappy man that you are.
1: I want to show you what you drove (laughs) me to, Dad. You made me go back in time. (laughs) He's like,
0: "Ah." I'm the worst, I don't deserve your mother, and I definitely don't deserve you, in this or any time. And so he still leaves, making her entire trip pointless. Yeah, he's not a Hydra agent, but he's still gonna be an absent father. Yep. And Ben's like, in his cool tactical gear, especially with his nice uh, tactical black turtleneck. Tactical turtleneck? A staple of the Archer brand of uh, tactics. Of Well, you tried, and that's what really matters. You loved your family and I wish I could try to bring my family back together again so I could get rid of that really annoying nephew Peter. He eats all my food. <laughs> he doesn't contribute to the income at all. Why does it take for my death until he decides to finally get himself a job? Hmm. It's true. And then they're trying to figure out, "Okay, we finally got our Chronosaurus Rex fired up again. We can go to the future. What should we do now? What time should we go?" Let's go right to the time right before little Ines decides to go back to the past and tell her not to go because her entire mission is pointless.
1: It. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your dad is going to be the worst regardless of what you do.
1: Oh, and so like they mentioned, they mentioned Looper at the beginning of this comic, right? Yes. And then like cuz like I was thinking about it more because like Looper's all like you shouldn't bother, you shouldn't really try to think about this, but like I thought about it more. If they show up right before Ines gets into the thing, then they w- then Spider-Man and Silk would have seen them in like the first like panel, first issue.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, because it's before they go back. They only start seeing her when she's starting to open the portal. For me, if they had gone back a little bit further and uh, stopped that, stopped like the original Peter and Silk from intervening, mm-hmm. she would have gone back far enough she could have actually stopped her father from being a Hydra agent. The reason she shows up the time they did is because Peter and Silk intervened. So, theoretically, they actually could have, like, made it at a fine time. Oh, yeah. Well, they decide, well, if we decide to go back and end this timeline, then this entire universe is actually going to not exist anymore. We're basically going to die. I'll pour one out for absent homies. Yep. For an entire universe. That's, like, an incredible amount of absent homies. Need more beer. Yep. All the beer in the world.
1: RIP that universe. Just like the Ultimates. Y- yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what ends up happening after that? Well, Uncle Ben gives Peter the biggest row hug of all. Does he recognize Peter? Unclear.
1: But, like, with the way that... We- so like Peter was like being awfully weird about it. He did say he was from the future, and then like there were there were those panels where like he was talking to Silk and like trying to like be all quiet and nonchalant while talking about Uncle Ben. But he's
0: like being so obvious and loud. Like. like
1: like Peter, can you be any more awkward around
0: your like past? And life? you also knew Ben Parker. Let's let's be real. He's not like an important
1: man in history. He, Why do you know what his name is, Uncle Ben? leader of the neighborhood watch, probably head of the HOA, <laughs> probably putting liens on people's houses. So Doesn't unless, have a lot to do. So
0: unless Peter happened to live in that same neighborhood too, it's just like, I remember that Benjamin Parker put a lead on my house because my mom decided the siding needed to be a slightly different color. That color did not fly with Benjamin Parker.
1: Oh, also, if Peter lived in that neighborhood, Uncle Ben would have known him busybody that he is.
0: Right? <laughs> it's true because he knew James Harper's wife even though it's just like, oh yeah, I don't know James Harper but I know his wife. She goes to the church and shops at the market that I do sometimes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, Uncle Ben. <laughs> That's cool, Uncle Ben. It's really cool that you happen to like know every single person in the neighborhood. Well, we start to see though an evil face of the head of HYDRA who made the Chronosaurus Rex staring at them as they decide to go, Back to the Future, which Uncle Ben references because that is his nephew's favorite movie. Well, for some reason, Peter decides to get to have dinner with us at the Parker household because, yeah, that's totally cool. They just let some strangers eat with them.
1: No, that's at this
0: th- stage in the game, yes, okay, fine, maybe for them.
1: It's also a thing. I like. It's a. That's like. I think that's a pretty common thing that like older people do.
0: But Aunt May should be staring at them and like,
1: Who the hell
0: are you guys? I
1: don't know. I feel like Aunt May is the kind of lady who could get behind that. It's true. She's a nice she, lady. That's
0: true. She is a nice lady. She kept Peter around. It's true. Uncle Ben was probably trying to get rid of him. That's why I wanted to bring back Richard Parker back from the dead. Uncle Ben. Man, I wish my I wish they were alive. So I wish I my
1: deadbeat brother didn't <laughs> die.
0: <laughs> wish I didn't have this boy... This burden. (laughs) Taking my food.
1: This burden.
0: (laughs) Also, we have a nice little family moment with them. He worries that Aunt May might recognize him, but honestly, to me, I feel like since they're all acknowledging that this universe is no longer going to exist, why don't you just tell them?
1: Oh, yeah, it's true. It's like,
0: it's going to go away in, like, a few minutes anyway. What does it matter at this stage in the game?
1: Yeah, I agree. Then Peter could have, like, a true moment with Uncle Ben. true. Before both
0: of them died. Yeah, right? (laughs) And then the next one that happens is Cindy Moon goes and watches herself play hockey. She's probably feeling very smug because she likes to brag about her hockey skills. This is the one where I really feel like they're stretching it. She's like, oh, I'm actually a college recruiter, but you're still wearing the scarf over your face. Is she not going to recognize you as that weird woman who, like, accosted her at the science exhibit? I that mean, was more of what I was thinking of. To
1: be fair, Cindy did walk into a bunker and got kidnapped. <laughs> like, I don't think she's that observant. She got kidnapped in a bunker that apparently she voluntarily walked into. She did. It made sense. So- I
0: mean, it does make sense, actually, if you read all of it.
1: Okay, okay. I, I, I don't. I think I read it, but I don't really remember.
0: For that, it was more of it was a... I mean, it was more of an evil spider vampire was coming to kill them. That was bad. And then... Ended up going back in time. But who sneaks in? The evil head of Hydra goes back in time with them. Back to the future. And once they are there, little Innes has a heart-to-heart talk with her future self. And then... Poof. They are gone. And then past Innes is like... Oh, hi, Mom. I really love you. You are a great person, and not just some shitty father like the one I currently have. And then she self-destructs the Chronosaurus Rex. Which is dumb, because she could have hocked that on eBay for
1: quite a lot of money. I know. Single mom? Like, they probably don't have a lot of money.
0: Definitely not a lot of money.
1: Or at least, you know, like, you could give it... I bet if you gave it to the Avengers, they would give you, like, a finder's fee. Probably. If she did not want to, like, be evil
0: for sure and then it takes us back to the moment where Cindy and Peter see the flash this time though the flash they see is just the destruction of the chronosaurus rex and when they look again it's gone and they continue to have their big battle before they escape but the evil Hydra agent who from the past has still come forward and has found his future self and says this is the people you need to find Spider-Man ruined everything but Silk is the one you need to watch out for and the future Hydra agent's like, yes. Does that lead into anything? Or? It says to be continued question mark. It hasn't led anything yet, but that is, that issue only came out about six months ago. Or no, not that, in June,
1: so I mean. Okay. They're leaving it open in case they want.
0: Yeah, which I imagine they will because it is written by the person who currently writes the Silk series. Okay. So I think it would be very easy for them to make.
1: I mean, I'd be that. It, it's a, it was a fun... Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed that, like, mini... What do, what do you call that, the mini-series? It's a mini-series. Mini-series, yeah, I really enjoyed that.
0: Alright, so Four of the Lushing mini-series was in the Infinite Comics, which is where, when you flip through the panels, it will... Like, ch- like they, they will change. Like, it's not the standard reading of a Yeah,
1: tank. yeah, I've, 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 uh, I've... They
0: were talking about how it's like, that. if you want to like, have like a cool surprise on a comic, you have to make it the top left corner of the left page. Because otherwise, when you flip the page... You like natural? We'll just kind of like scan the entire thing. You'll see like what's happening down here.
1: No, I. Do this really way, they can
0: really. always make like cool surprises for everything.
1: I like I like the Internet comics thing. I'm not necessarily sure. I like the way it's implemented, but like I like the concept.
0: Yeah. And now it's time for Trials of the Multiverse. We um, we decided for this one, and this is Earth uh, five six seven, and we are putting it at number twenty three right above Hollywood Spider-Man. Okay, um, Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast. Luke and I will hopefully be reuniting from our long-standing one-week feud. You can find Multiversal Q on Twitter, Facebook, Imsi. You can email us at multiversalq at gmail.com. And Lorenzo, where can people find you online? What? <laughs> oh, you can say, like, what your Twitter handle is if you want people to follow you. No, I don't. <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitter, Fred Fett, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T, and you should vote for me in the Luke and I's battle, because then I will get to decide where that Wild West episode issue of the Justice League goes, even though, honestly, it is probably would not go much lower than what Luke thought it was. I just had issues that Wonder Woman did not use a lasso in a Wild West comic.
1: I know I will be voting for Devin.
0: Excellent. We'll see you next week. Peace.